This is Thursday, September 14th. You ever had a project you wanted to see to completion? I think it's a natural desire. I've seen it when working on a Habitat for Humanity building project, building a home for a family. After putting in a day of sweating it out to frame a house, you want to return and see the finished project. You had a part in it, and the completion means more to you for that reason. We also feel this way with people. I've worked with students who then pursued ministry, and I wanted to be there for the service of ordination. Now imagine that you have been with Jesus. You've heard the criticisms. You've been aware of the plots against him. You know the opposition he faced along the way. You were present with Jesus when the Pharisees tried to trip him up or when they mistreated him. Don't you want to be present to see his glory? This is what Jesus prays for in this part of his prayer. This is John 17, 24. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Now think of the days with Jesus when it was not glorious. It was painful to see crowds turn away from Jesus, painful to see the rejection of the religious leaders. Think of those who opposed Jesus because he healed on the Sabbath or because he stood up to protect a woman caught in adultery. You see, the disciples had seen all of this. And that's not even to speak of the mistreatment of Jesus. I remember watching The Passion of the Christ, the film by Mel Gibson, When the movie first came out, we took a large group of people to see it at Sunset Place Theaters. It was painful to watch. It seemed like gratuitous violence. But what the movie showed likely reflected the stark brutality of the Romans and how they treated those who would be crucified. It was gut-wrenching, and it made me sick to view. The disciples had front-row seats to the humiliation of Jesus, the rejection of Jesus, the heartbreak of Jesus. And this is why Jesus wanted them to see him in his glory. We hear this refrain in many places in the New Testament. For example, the Apostle Peter says this, To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Now the point of the appeal of Peter is to those who have witnessed Jesus's sufferings. He reminds this of them, them of this as a way of helping them to remember the ministry they have as being under shepherds of Jesus. But he also tells them that they will see his glory in the future. Is there any better way of knowing that the sufferings of Jesus were not in vain? Of us also knowing that Ours are not wasted as well. You see, Jesus prays that the story might come full circle for those who have stood with him. 
those who have been with him through his trials. Because on the other side of the suffering, there's victory. And those who suffer will discover the sweet taste of the glory of Jesus. They'll be glorified too. We also hear this in the book of Revelation. When the early church believers were enduring the hardships associated with their faith in Jesus, this is the encouragement God gave to them. Victory would come. The glory of Jesus would be fully revealed. And then they would rejoice with a song that no one else could sing because only they had experienced the hardships of that moment and lived to see the glory of Jesus. As Paul also told his understudy Timothy when he quoted an early church hymn, he said, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2. You see, you're going to be there for the story to resolve and for Jesus to be worshipped in glory, for every knee to bow and tongue to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. I know it's difficult to believe this when it seems like so few people make much of Jesus today. The mistreatment is not as open as it was for Jesus and his disciples. It's more of an indifference. But let's remember, glory is coming. It's far too easy to become discouraged rather than to fix our eyes on what is coming. But that is where the glory lies. Jesus prayed for this, and he prayed for us, so we can count on it. Let's pray. Father, you know how easily we can surrender to discouragement. Lift our heads and enable us to remember where your story is going that indeed every knee will bow before Jesus and confess him to your glory. We pray today in his name. Amen. Mm-hmm.